When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Now, here's Justin Fielder, Derek Stafford, and Tyler Schaefer. Hello and welcome to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. This is a Herd at Sports podcast. Justin here along with cousins Derek and Tyler. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Husker CuzCast for all podcast updates and more. This is our Wisconsin preview episode. Nebraska travels to Wisconsin Saturday night. Uh, they will play in a 6.30 game on NBC. Wisconsin's four and a half point favorites. The over-under on this game is 36.5. Uh, Wisconsin, they're 5-5 five and five on the year. 3-4 and four in conference. Riding a three-game losing streak with a loss to Northwestern 24-10 last week. The other two losses in that time is a loss against Indiana and Ohio State. So Derek... This is another game where the winner makes a bowl game. How do you feel about this one? Nervous. Nervous as always. You, you always have to feel nervous with the Nebraska game anymore, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I don't know what to make of this game. Wisconsin is not playing great ball right now. Uh, Nebraska's playing, still playing great defense, but de- offense just continues to really hurt. So I, I just I don't know what to make of this game yet. I, it's at Wisconsin. I think Camp Randall's always a tough place to play. Uh, I, I did hear it's opening season for deer, and there's expecting maybe this will be the least rowdy crowd we've seen, especially with the season they're having. But I don't know if I would actually expect that. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't believe that at all. Not one bit. Tyler, your thoughts on the game. How do you feel? Well, I mean, I think Derek highlighted. I'm, I'm nervous. I mean, this this is a game that uh, you know I've been bullish for some time that Nebraska is going to make a bowl, and we're running out of opportunities to do it. Um, that this game is probably, it's a winnable game. It's a right? winnable game, but it's the hardest game I think all year I've had for me to predict. And I say that because not only what Nebraska is bringing to the table, which we've talked about, but Wisconsin. Wisconsin hasn't been the same old Wisconsin this year. And up until last week, you could at least say, you know what, they're fighting hard. You know, they, they had a, a actually a fairly close game against Wisconsin, closer than the score indicates. They, they lose one possession game to Indiana, um, you know, and on the road. You know, they battled Iowa tough. And then last week, it just seemed like they rolled over and died at, at home against Northwestern. So it, it is an interesting position where Wisconsin is. Are they going to rebound? and play their best game of the year after having their worst performance, or is this a downward trajectory for them? All right, before we get into key stats, Derek, it's No Shave November, and you're looking mightily, uh, you trimmed up the beard, man. I, I think I did that before November, though. But Did you? It's I don't, looking I, good. I don't, I don't, you're looking I don't respectable care about no these days. 
Well, I always Justin, look good. Justin, your beard, you have a little bit of a beard going on right now, and that's abnormal for you. It is abnormal. I am partaking in the No Shave November, but I don't know how long it's going to last because I was at a brewery uh, last week with my buddy Jay-Z, and walking out, a girl asked me if I had any weed on me. So I was like, oh, so, my God. Do you? <laughs> that's why I said to her, no, no. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, yeah. She's like, you got a butt? I'm like, no. I mean, so I had to kind of trim it up. I can't go. I couldn't go the uh, Derek. What he usually looks like, going wild with the beard. So I had to, I had to trim that. Well, down. I was gonna say, if you have something, you're not sharing. I'm gonna be a little disappointed. <laughs> hey, you're closer <laughs> to Colorado than what Texas is, <laughs> or at least where I am in Texas, at least. So, all right, Derek, let's uh, hit the uh, key stats. All right, so. Here's the thing. If you look at it just straight up yearly stats, it's tough to find. It seems like a a, a very close matchup to what Maryland was. Uh Wisconsin ranks fairly close in most of the key stat areas that that Minnesota or Maryland did. Uh so I I did kind of did the same thing I did last week with Maryland and I kind of went and looked at where they were ranking or what they were doing in the losses compared to the wins. And in their wins, they're averaging 213 yards rushing a game. And their losses, they're only averaging 95. So there's a big difference there. And then you look at the passing, and they're only averaging about 202 yards passing in their wins and 233 in their losses. I mean, obviously, they're having to pass more in their losses because they're behind. But... uh, and, and then you look at the points that they've scored. I like, guess there's a big difference there. They're they're averaging 32 points in their wins, and only giving up 16 points a game in their in their wins. But when they lose, they're only scoring 12.4, and then giving up 22.8. So, this is where I like Nebraska's chances: is the fact that if you can hold them to under two touchdowns, they've lost a lot of those games, and I think Nebraska can do that. But can Nebraska score two touchdowns? That's where it's going to get scary. That's that's going to be key, and I I think they can if they can't if they can control the turnovers a little bit, aye, aye, a little aye. bit. Stop and me when been... you've heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like just put me on repeat, right? So what's interesting about this when you look at the stats matchup, there's not a team here that is just like dominating the other team. There we're just like equally shitty down the board right i mean good strong defenses you know not so strong offenses lackluster offenses i guess there's not gonna be a lot of points scored i don't see i don't i don't see it well the over under is 36 and a half i mean this we're in iowa territory now tyler you agree with that sentiment though right what that there's no uh clear cut yeah yeah, I mean, it, it's a weird year because when you usually look at, like, Wisconsin and you look at them on the defensive side, you're used to seeing their name kind of near the top of the conference, top of the country. You know, Nebraska's better than Wisconsin. You know, you look at used to looking at Wisconsin in rushing yards. You know, Nebraska is first in the Big Ten. Wisconsin is seventh in the Big Ten. So, like, Wisconsin, I, I don't know if I wouldn't say there isn't any – advantages and both teams are shitty as you put it because you think nebraska does some things very very well i just don't know if wisconsin does anything very very well 
What but the thing is with Constant is they don't do anything really, really bad from what I could see. That's fair. I mean I, 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 I will say this. I will say this. Just just one more right. one more stat to kind of throw out there. Tanner Mordecai, while he has been decent this year with sixty five percent passing completions and I mean he's only got thirteen hundred and eighty two yards. I know he's missed three games. And he's back, he was back last week and threw 45 passes last week and completed, I believe, 31 of them. Uh, but he still has a 3-3 three to three touchdown to interception ratio. He did not throw a touchdown or an interception last game out of 45 attempts. Wow. I mean, I, th- I do believe he has several... Uh, no, I guess he only has four touchdowns running the ball. Feels like he has more than that because that's what he tends to do is run the ball. So Justin, scoring. going in the year, yeah. president of the Tanner Matt Mordecai fan club, right here. I was wrong. Uh, how, <laughs> how scared are you of him on Saturday? I think this game sets up as an opportunity for him to have a really good game. All right. So, so, so you, I mean, like, do you think comparing him to guys we played recently, Hudson Card? Uh, Talk about like does he where does he rank does he scare you as much as those guys did are you less scared like I'm right I mean um, I'm way less scared like yeah I was I thought Tanner Mordecai been following him a lot you know since uh, from high school then SMU going to Wisconsin I thought he was going to excel there you know the great coach uh, you know they have a first year coach in Luke Fickle you know is kind of going to changing up the offense a little bit to pass. And I thought he could really handle it. I thought this was going to be a system where he could succeed. And it just hasn't panned out. The offense hasn't panned out. And I, you know, I guess we can kind of relate to that a little bit. But uh, no, I mean, he's... I, I don't even know uh, where I would put Tanner Mordecai. I don't know where I would rank him in the Big Ten West even. You know? Better than Nebraska. Yes, I mean... Is there is there a team with a worse quarterback in the Big Ten than Nebraska? Tough. If there I is, I don't to, know. I, I would have to say no, but yeah, it, it's not good. But but kind of going back to one of the stats Derek gave, um, and I think this kind of goes into one of the keys of the players is Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen obviously um, is their workhorse. As he has gotten injured, they have decided to become more of an air raid. Attack and you, Derek. You talked about the losses, what they've done running. Well, coincidentally, he missed one of those games by being injured. And last week, he technically played, but only had three carries on the first drive. So, where is his health at? I mean, I've heard no updates on him after last week, where the coaches basically said he was getting close, so we gave him a go, and then he just wasn't himself. So, where is him? Where is his performance at? Because Husker fans, you can go back to that 2021 game when we played him, and that, that it was one of those games infamous because that they kept talking about him being 17 years old, and he ran for 228 yards against Nebraska. Yes. Uh, so last year we kept him a little bit more in check with only 90 yards. But, yeah, I mean, where is his health at is going to be a huge piece of this game because if he's healthy, I mean, he's still a guy that's put up some numbers this year, not as much as he has in the past, but... He has uh, 400-yard rushing games this year. He had his best game against Illinois right before he got injured. Uh, so it, he's definitely still a threat. I'll, I'll say this, though. 
And I didn't, while I agree with you, and I, you never just count out uh, Braylon Allen, their rushing attack has not been the same since Chesma Lucy got hurt. Yeah. He played, he, he got hurt in the fourth game, and since then they have one game against Rutgers where they rushed for 212 yards. Outside of that, they've rushed for 104, 139, 94, 101, and 86. I think missing that number two punch, which they don't seem to have, is just killing them right now. Well, you're you're right, Derek. I mean, without I mean, you're you're right on the number two punch. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But when Braylon Allen has left the game, I mean, they don't have a any sort of rushing attack. Uh, I mean, so you know, Nebraska last week we played a team with no rushing attack in Maryland, played pretty well most of the game, kind of got got at the end. But I mean, I don't think Wisconsin has anywhere the passing attack. I mean, this could be a game that shapes up well for our defense if Braylon's not a full go. Right. Tyler, is there uh, looking at other key personnel on this Wisconsin roster? Anybody else kind of stand out to you? Yeah, I want to highlight a, guy, a position group that we haven't really talked about a lot for opponents, and that's offensive linemen. Uh, Jack Nelson is a junior offensive tackle. He's their left tackle. He spent the last two years, honorable mention, all Big Ten. Um, he's having another really nice year this year. Um, and then you go to the defensive side. Um, one of the clips that's made his way, if you've been following the pregame, is their leading tackler, uh, Hunter Wohler. Uh, he is a safety. He is second in the Big Ten in tackles right now. And after the game, I mean, he gave a lot of quotes and really kind of went at the media saying, this isn't what I signed up for. This isn't Wisconsin. We're, we're soft. And, uh, you know, probably the theme of what I said at the beginning, I don't know if that was a cry for help or rallying the troops, but he definitely seemed a little bit defeated, um, more than fired up to me, but a week can help a lot. And then I would probably, last person I'd highlight was is Ricardo Hallman, who's ever playing quarterback for Nebraska. Do not throw at that guy. He is top 10 in the Big Ten in pass deflections and tied for first in interceptions. He will make you pay if you throw him. He has five INTs on the year. Uh, definitely the guy to th- stay away from on Saturday. Oh, that's <laughs> that doesn't so that means, do us any favors there. That will be the guy we target all day. <laughs> so th- there's another guy out there, uh, Will Pauling. He's a wide receiver, transfer from Cincinnati. He's leading the team in receiving yards with 596 yards, uh, three touchdowns. He's a pretty good weapon to look out for. Uh, Derek, you got anybody? No, I, mean, I think you guys have covered most of the guys. I, I didn't write too many names down. All right. Uh, I, I, but, I'll, but I'll bring this up. Just uh, kind of change the subject on you guys a little bit. Uh, the, I, I was a little surprised by this. Let's talk about Wisconsin's defense. They have given up over th- at least 13 points or more in every single game. The only game they only gave up 13 points to was Rutgers. Everybody else, they've given up higher than that. Well, so I, was a little shocked, I was a little shocked to see that. Like, that, that kind of, when you think Wisconsin, you think tough defense. You, you do, Derek, and, and you're right. This isn't the Wisconsin defense we've seen for years. But they've also, they have given up 30 points since Washington State. Like, I mean, so they, they have kind of been in that upper teens, lower 20s is kind of the benchmark of what this offense has given up. It, it Again, I said this earlier, they're, they're just, they're mediocre. I mean, they're average. They're not a bad defense. And I know you weren't saying that. No, no, not at all. 
I just you expect, especially in some of their non-conference, the, some of the cupcake games, maybe they could have held them better. Sure. And I think the defense has probably gotten better as the year's gone on. The problem is their offense can, seems to be getting worse as the year goes You're on. You're right. Th- this is still, to me, the toughest defense Nebraska has faced in since Michigan. And, in their last three games, they haven't scored more than, was I think, 13 points the most they scored. They, lost the, they scored yeah. 14 against uh, Indiana. Oh, I'm sorry. So 14. They scored 10 against uh, Northwestern. And one of those touchdowns was in garbage time. Uh, and then they scored 10 against, I think, Ohio State. Only scored six against Iowa. And if you want to go back, if you want to go back between the games that you're talking about between Iowa and Ohio State, Illinois, that game looked like a loss until the final minutes of uh, the game. I actually kind of forgot about that, but yeah, Illinois really should have won that game. So they could be another team that you know. I mean, Nebraska's faced a couple of teams coming off of losing streaks of six games and four games. Wisconsin, they're currently at three games. Similar stories. Yeah, yeah. And uh, similar story to these other two teams playing for a bowl game here. Again, it's kind of like, hey, when whoever wins gets to play in a bowl. And I, I brought this up last week, but I, I'm going to bring it up again on this episode. Like, I, it blows me away that we are two weeks left in the season and Nebraska and Wisconsin are playing each other and they're both fighting for a bowl game. That, that's insane. Like, I don't think anybody could have envisioned that. I mean, I don't think it's a surprise that Nebraska's fighting for a bowl game at this point in the season. Like, I, I think that was pretty expected nationwide. Uh, but yeah. you look at Wisconsin, you look at Wisconsin, I mean, people, I, I will say I had Iowa win in the division. I did not have Wisconsin win the division. I thought they would struggle a little bit this year. But even, even my thinking of them struggling, I believe I had them going – nine and three this year. And that was, I mean, to me, that was going to be them struggling. Yeah. Well, I'm holding up my preseason prediction and I had Wisconsin at 10 and two and winning the big 10 West. So, uh, a lot of that was your Tanner Mordecai fascination. Yeah. That's Tanner Mordecai was going to lead them to do great things. And then he did it. And then he didn't. So, (laughs) and then he didn't. So Tyler, what are some of the Wisconsin keys to victory here? Well, I, I mean, I think for them, it, it's kind of looking at a little bit of the blueprint um, that the teams that have beat us done uh, has done is, hey, get turnovers on Nebraska and get success in the air. Uh, I mean, while I know Wisconsin fans want them to go back to the old days of them running the ball, they're actually suited for the air raid. This is the game where you want to air it out because running at Nebraska – like, while Braylon Allen scares the shit out of me, and I think that if healthy, he can have success, that, that's they're going to have a hard time beating us if that's their game plan. But, hey, you know what? Get a couple turnovers and get our secondary, which has shown the ability to get got. Like, that's how you beat us. Well, not only that, you stop Nebraska's run, force Nebraska to pass. I mean, I, I, I don't know. What is stopping the run at this point for Nebraska? People are just stacking a box. But I, mean, I, but I guess just... the question is, is what's the production? Because like Nebraska, even in the losses, we've been reasonably successful at running the football. At times. The, the problem is we're getting chunk yardage, I think, out of a lot of them and not enough maintaining drives. 
Uh, even though we've had the ball longer, I mean, we're still controlling the clock. But I just, it, it just seems like there's so many times where the run's not working and we, maybe we just abandon it too fast. I don't know. But there's just so many times where it's like, okay, then we get, we get two yards and all of a sudden we got to pass. I mean, we're 10 games into the season. We still lead the Big Ten in rushing. Which is mind-blowing to me because, I mean, we're averaging 185 yards, and I don't think we've had 185 yards in the last three or four games at least. It's been a while. 150, 160 yards maybe, but not 185, I don't think. So, Derek, what about you? Uh, Keys to uh, victory for Wisconsin. I mean, I, I, again, I'm going to sound like a broken record, and Tyler already alluded to it. It's going to be take the ball away from Nebraska, and they, they like to give it away. So take it away from them and force them into passing situations. You stack the box, you, and you say, I don't care who your quarterback is. You're, we're going to make you beat us with your arm. And you force them into some turnovers because the quarterbacks have proven time and time again that they can't stop throwing interceptions. So, I mean, last week we had three quarterbacks play and all three of them threw at least one interception. So I, I, yeah, I think that's, that's your biggest key if you're Wisconsin. So, so far, Wisconsin year to date through 10 games, Wisconsin's only thrown four interceptions. Uh, I'm not seeing, let's see. Oh, and they've lost 11 fumbles on the year. What do you think about the turnover margin in this game, Derek? I mean, is this something that we can it, compete in? It's kind of tough because, yes, we can compete in it, I think. I, they are in the negatives in turnover margin. They're at minus 0.2 per game. Uh, I, I, am, I assume they're probably about minus one on turnover margin. Maybe I would assume through 10 games. Uh so, I mean, they're not doing great in turnover margin themselves. They're not doing near as bad as Nebraska. But, again, I don't, I'm, in this, I'm in this boat where with Nebraska right now that I don't think we have to win the turnover margin. We just have to keep it close. Like, yeah. can we only turn it over three times and maybe get two takeaways? I think if that happens, Nebraska's got a pretty good shot because – as much as I hate the turnovers, I'll, 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 you, you have to credit the defense. We don't give up a lot of points off the turnovers that we do get. So, Derek, shifting over to keys to victory for Nebraska, what do you say? It, it's all defense. I, Nebraska's got to shut down Wisconsin. They have to hold them to, I believe, probably under the tw- 13 points. Uh and it seems like you can do that pretty well if you can stop the run, which is really good for Nebraska because we're pretty good at doing that. Tyler, what do you have? Yeah, I'm going to actually disagree with something that Derek said earlier. I think we do have to win the turnover margin in this game. I, I think this is a game we need to give more opportunities to our offense. That This is not a great Wisconsin defense. This is still the toughest defense Nebraska's faces Michigan. I mean, I think that the thought – I mean – it's going to not be a high-scoring game, but we need to give more opportunities to our offense to be able to compete. I also think this is an offense in Wisconsin that 
hey, you know what, could pose problems. So you've got to get those opportunities back. So it doesn't mean we have to play turnover free. I've given up on that dream. But hey, let, let's try to get a three turnover game. Let's try to give us opportunities. Hopefully we only go minus two and see what happens. So my key to victory for Nebraska is you have to play Chubba Purdy. Start Chubba Purdy, let him go the whole game. We saw last week, Jeff Sims is just not serviceable. He is not, you cannot play him. You cannot put him on the field at all. He turns the ball over too much. Harburg, he's been digressing as we talked about last in our last episode on Sunday night. And he's already dealing with a high ankle sprain. So the only thing that he really does well, and he's been hasn't been doing it great of late, is running the ball. You can't trust him to throw the ball either. Chubba Purdy, in his last game, his only series, going 90-plus yards down the field, that drive looked amazing. It, it ended like shit with an interception, but he ran that offense. He moved the ball in such a great way, an effective way. It was just... As we talked last week, it looked like we were going to punch it in. He was going to be the savior. I think with a full week of practice as the starter, getting all the one reps, I think he is he is the our best chance to win this game. You have to play Chubba Purdy, play him the whole game. Do not split like what uh, Satterfield was talking about. They're going to get all three guys ready to play because they says we need all three to win. You do not need all three to win. You need Chubba Purdy. Ride Chubba Purdy. Ride or die with Chubba Purdy these last two games. And let's see if he can pull out a win. I'm not going to be an X's, try and be an X's nose guy here because we all know that I'm not that. Uh, but there's a lot of uh, chatter there on X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it about that Chubba Purdy interception and how much the fault came down to receivers on that play. Uh, they're they're saying that Malachi Coleman should have been led led that defender further to the middle of the field, right. and he kind of slowed down, and that Billy Kemp should have been deeper in the end zone. I'm yeah, not I've heard sure. that. Sure, uh, but again, I'm not an X and O's guy, so I don't want to say that I, I'm not trying to sound like I am. But you know, so maybe not all of that interceptions on Purdy, but. Well, I, I it would, would be ni- it, it would be nice to just finally not have a problem like that. Well, so Justin, I, here's what I'll say: it, I, you're maybe hyping up that last drive of Chubba Purdy a little bit more than I, you know, I do. I mean, he it was a good. How drive. How many total yards did we have in the entire game? Like two seventy. Okay, and he had a third of it in one drive. Sure. A- again, it was it was a good drive. I. I, I I guess where I'm going is what you you're not looking for a Chubba Purdy that's going to be able to drive. What, what you're hoping for Chubba Purdy, at least I am under your scenario that he's playing the whole game, is a game manager, a guy who's going to hand the ball off. He's going to do it successfully. He's going to hey, he's not as athletic as Harburg or uh, Sims. He can is run. He it. not. He looked pretty I, I, goddamn I, good running the ball. Well, I, I think he can run it. I, I'm not saying he can't. I just don't think he's those two guys. I thought. I'll say I'll say this. There's been a lot put on his groin injury that supposedly he's supposed to be having surgery at any time. On you don't want to rely on him running sure. any more than you have to. Yep, yep. You limit his carries. You ask him to throw the ball fifteen to twenty times. Keep it low and just hand it off and just don't make a mistake, Chubba. Like, like what you want from him is I'm willing to give away some of the upside I see with Jeff Sims and Harburg when they're healthy. I. 
I don't need the upside. I just need to eliminate the downside. So play within yourself. Play the game. If Chubba Purdy goes out there and, hey, he, he turns it over, that that's where it changes. I understand where you're saying we've seen enough of Jeff Sims. I don't agree with you. Like, if Chubba has that ball turned over once or twice, like, I, I'm alternating quarterbacks after every turnover. You're going to give it to the guy that's going to turn it over three times? Every turnover, I'm changing quarterbacks uh, between Sims and Harb. Uh, Sims and that Purdy. is the worst take I've ever heard in my life. And you've had a lot of them. But what, why would you, like, sit there and just not try something different if Purdy loses it and starts turning? I mean, and I'm talking real turnovers. I'm not talking, like, it bounces off a wide receiver's hands. and So you so. realize who you're going to, right? So Trevor Purdy, who has one uh, turnover on the year, if he has one or two turnovers, you're going to go back to the guys that have a dozen I mean, turnovers? So, Justin, that's a horrible stat, though. He has one turnover a year. He's had one drive all year. I mean, okay. he's taken, like, two other snaps all season long. But but here's the thing. Like, again, you talk about you talk about Sims. So he's had six interceptions on, like, 57 attempts, I think it was. And then Harburg's had seven interceptions on, I think, 157 attempts. And now you're looking at Purdy, who's had one interception on, like, what, five attempts? Yeah. I, I get. I just. I'm rolling. I, I'm sorry. They're, I'm rolling with. They're, they're, I mean, essentially, they're all running about the same. I same same ratio here. To, to, mean, to me, Harburg's not a factor right now. I, I think with that ankle S- injury, Sims is by, by far the worst. I guess. Yeah, but. Sims is the worst, but Harburg's not a factor in this game for me. I, I just unless something miracle happened with his ankle, the way that he had been playing with an ankle injury. I just don't think you can put him out during this no. Wisconsin game. I think no. you're riding with – and I'm good with Chubba. I, I'm aligned to Chubba starts. I just th- – this whole thought that, hey, let's just – he's not our quarterback of the future. I mean, th- I really doubt that. Uh, I, I, We need to win. And however best to do it, we need to do it. We can't leave any bullets in the chamber. Yeah. I, and I, I just think you have to ride Chubba Purdy. You've seen enough. I, I, I'm at the point. I'm at the point where I don't care if you put Josh Fleeks in to be a Wildcat quarterback. Just do what it takes to win. Yeah, just just don't turn the football over. Yes, because that's the only thing killing us. That legitimately, we're not getting a ton of yards. We're not getting a ton of points. But the only thing still killing us is the turnovers. How many tur- How many interceptions have if we you had take, in it, the inter- in the end zone just this year? Oh, I mean, I, we had I, two I, last game. And there's been more this year. I mean, Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, starting the year that way. I mean, it's it's been bad. I mean, it's it's just it, it's it's an anomaly. I I don't know how it's even possible that you can drive the ball that well and then just suddenly <laughs> you throw the worst pass of your life. I mean, I get that it shrinks. This field shrinks down so much there in the red zone, but. I mean, come on. you got to be able to complete some of those passes. I think we need some receivers to step up in this game as well. You're receivers probably right. definitely need to step up. Do you have and a, I, do you have I would have loved I, – I see, I, I think that Choa Purdy pass – I want to go back to that just for a second. I know we're not recapping the game, but uh, that that pass, I, I think he was throwing to Billy Kemp, and I think it's pretty widespread. Everybody believes he was throwing to Kemp. Maybe you should have been throwing to Malachi Coleman and let him try to run that in. I watch the replay. I honestly have no fucking clue who he was throwing to. Well, I mean, Rule alluded to the pass was supposed to be in the back pile on. 
and it it wasn't it wasn't even close. And that I mean that, I that's a good, again I don't know who he was throwing to. I know yeah. what Rat Rule said what the play was set up to be. Yes, but Chubba Purdy also on the first and goal uh, decided to pull it on a run play. So he's he hasn't been getting the reps necessary to yes. run and, the play. So that's he fair. needs a full week. Being the number one guy needs it. He needs to be able. He needs to know the plays that he's running. He needs yeah. to be put in a scenario. So it's a hard to go from scout. It's, it's hard to go from scout team to a game winning. And, you, and, and again, Absolutely. you're gonna you're gonna have to limit what how, how much he's doing in the run game. If he's got a bad groin, you, you can't have him hurt because then you have to rely on Sims because Sims is gonna be the only guy you have left that's healthy. So what's more? <laughs> this is really morbid. But what's more important right now, winning a game to get to bowl eligibility or the health of one quarterback? You want my honest answer as a fan? <laughs> You're going to say bowl eligibility. You're damn right it is. I, I, and I, th- I would think that Chubba Purdy would rather win a game than worry about. Now, you'll, you'll never hear a coach say that. Well, but, I mean, but the, it's not a binary thing. This isn't a like, hey, health or this. I mean, no, the, you're right. There's possibly the best path is for him to stay healthy. Because if he gets injured, then we're back to the Jeff Sims. And and that's your only option. You can't even switch him out then unless you're going to a walk-on. I mean, you're you're in a bad spot. And I don't think, Jeff. listening to Satterfield, I think they're only traveling three quarterbacks to Wisconsin. Just Harburg, Sims, and... And I, uh, and I, th- Purdy. Purdy. And I, and I think Harburg's only going to be used in case of an emergency. Right. I agree. I think that's the way that's going to be setting up. Uh, so, yep, T- I'm, I am pure team Chubba Purdy, uh, it, it, which is crazy, is because come, coming off of last year, I mean, we kind of sit, we thought we saw enough of Chubba Purdy, but wow, Harburg and Sunset uh, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. so. I, I, I will say this: I, I to me, legit, do not give a shit who the quarterback is. Just please, please take care of the damn ball. Yeah, I, I really don't care if Jeff, Jeff Sims could win some games if he can not turn the ball over. I just don't know if I have faith that he can do it. So, I but think, but if he goes out there and he doesn't turn the ball over, I think we can win with Jeff Sims easily. Oh yeah, but that's that's this alternate reality. Which oh, I'm with you. I'm with you, Derek. Like, like but it, but even at Georgia Tech, like I mean, like I I I. I alluded to this all off season that he worried me because he was a turnover machine at Georgia tech, but even at Georgia tech, he had 30 touchdowns to 23 interceptions. He was not this bad. He was not this turnover prone at Georgia tech as he is now. God, that's like saying Turner Corcoran would be a great left tackle. If it, if he could block. Everybody. All right. Well, let's get off the quarterback topic. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're picking uh, on an injured left tackle. That's just a little that's even for you, Justin. <laughs> well, I mean just saying, you know, Jeff Simpson would be a good quarterback without the turnovers. Yes, Turner Cork would be a good at, left at Cuzcast Justin. That's who you want to DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so man. if if Corcoran's got any family listening, that's that's who you want to DM. I'm a fan of your Turner. All right. Uh any other keys to victory we want to touch on? Or that's it? All right. Amen. Go Chubba. All right, bold predictions. Uh, Tyler. I think the defense scores. 
I, I think this is a week, whether it's a safety or interception or what it is, I think our defense gets some points on the board. Okay. And I think, uh, God, we this is a game where we need it. We could definitely use that. Uh, Derek. I'm going to stick with the defense here. I'm going to say they uh, hold Wisconsin to under 280 total yards in this game. Okay. That would that would probably equal a win. I think I see where you're going here. So my bold prediction is Tristan Alvano. I think he has a fifty yard a fifty yard plus field goal in this game. I think uh, I'm thinking that the lesson was learned last week. Trust the damn kicker. If trust his leg. If you're on you know forty four yard field goal or 42-yard, whatever that was last week, even if there's wind, trust the leg of Alvano because he has plenty of leg to make that. So well, I think it, they're going to give him the opportunity to kick a 50-yarder. Well, right now the weather in Wisconsin is supposed to be during the day, 50 at night, 29, so not miserable, and very, very light breeze between 11 Ooh. to 5 miles an hour. So it should be a pretty manageable game for kicking. Nice. I like it. I'm loving my bold prediction even more now. So, Tyler, how do you see this game playing out? I think this is going to be a sloppy offensive game. I think both teams are going to turn the ball over. I think it's going to be a lot of uh, turnover. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be a tight game heading into the fourth quarter, sloppy all throughout, and it's going to come down to who has the ball last and uh, to win the game. Over, under, on... Uh, total turnovers in this game, five and a half, over or under? Over. Over five and a half. Okay. Derek. Uh, what am I answering here? Am I answering over or under or? on uh, total okay. turnovers. I, I'll uh, I'll go slightly under. I think it'll be right at five. Five? Okay. Yeah, I, I see. I see over as well. So, Derek, how do you see the game playing out? I, I, I'm with Tyler. It's going to be a sloppy game. Um the th- the thing is, is, I think Nebraska can continue to not get the penalties called against them. Uh, Wisconsin's not a highly penalized team either, uh, but turnovers will be a, turnovers will be an issue. Continue to be an issue. I think our defense will takes the ball away a few times. I think we'll give it away probably three times. Uh oh, that's an over on the turnovers then. No, it's not. I said. You said a few times and three times. That's two. That's two. A few is two? Nobody ever says a few is two. All right. So a couple times then. (laughs) Whatever. However you want to put it. Uh, Look, it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be who can turn over the ball last probably wins the game, I guess. I don't know. But it's it's not gonna be pretty. I know that much. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm fully expecting a uh, an ugly game. I'll be at a, a lake house this weekend uh, watching the game. I'll probably be drunk before the uh, game starts, so I'll have to watch it on replay to really know how bad and sloppy it is. But I'm I'm hoping to uh, receive that text from you guys that night saying, "Hey, we are bull eligible." Because that would be sweetness right there. So, 
With that being said, score predictions. Derek. All right. So kind of kind of winging this one, but I'm, 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 I'm just not impressed with what Wisconsin is doing right now. And I think our defense is good enough to do something. I'm going to say we hold them to about 10 points, and I think our offense will get their bare minimum out of Wisconsin and get 13. So I'll say Nebraska 13 to 10. Thirteen. We'll be on the right side of a thirteen ten. We'll be on the right side of a thirteen ten this time. Wow. All right, Tyler. Well, I, I think Braylon Allen is going to be healthier this week. I think we're going to see him in action. Um, I am waiting for the headline that says I'm wrong. Uh, so I do think it's going to be a higher scoring game than Derek. But I think a defensive score, maybe another optimum turnover for Nebraska, creates a short field. We do enough to win this game. 23-21. And I say that with no conviction and no base in my voice. I don't I don't know where in the world you think we can come up with 23 points. But well, Tristan Alvano <laughs> sounds like he's going to have a hell of a game. A, a defensive touchdown and three field goals. <laughs> and, and another short field. Yeah, I thought I was going to go out on a limb by getting to uh, 20 points here. But uh, I, I like Nebraska winning 20-17. to 17. Again, I am I am rolling with Chubba Purdy. I was impressed with that drive. You may diminish it all you want, Tyler, but I like the way that Chubba Purdy commanded the offense, and I think he has two of those good drives in him to uh, get into the end zone. And then I also like Tristan Alvano's leg to get us uh, two more field goals in this one. And I firmly believe that this defense is going to come out and hold Wisconsin to way under 20 points. Uh They've been doing it a lot lately. Way under. Didn't you have them scoring 17? Yeah, a whole way under. <laughs> so I, I guess what I meant to say is like, I don't see them scoring That's a over few 20. points under. Yeah. Hey, what's a few points? What's a few points amongst <laughs> friends, right? No, I, I just, I don't think that Wisconsin will score more than 20. So I think if we score 20, we're safe. Completely safe. I, I have to tell you, I think you guys are both batshit crazy. I don't know where you guys see this many points being scored. Turnovers, man. Turnovers. I think there's even be with some turnovers. Even with turnovers, I just don't see it. Maybe a bunch of field goals are scored, but that's about it. I just, I can't see it. I, I maybe you guys are right. I, I, if there's more than twenty five points scored in this game, I'd be shocked. So my score is right, right around the over under number with a slight over by a half a point. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm about a touchdown over. With the pick six, that's the that's the over. So hey, I mean, look, I I, I kind of hope you guys are both right because it'll be, it'll be it'll probably be a much more entertaining game a 13, than my thirteen game. to ten game. <laughs> but we haven't watched a lot of exciting football out of this Nebraska team. No, no. So history history's telling me that we're probably not going to score much more than thirteen. So if we're going to win, we're going to have to hold them to under thirteen points. I think. That's why the lake house is looking very intriguing this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's all three of us with a Nebraska win. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Moving on to the games of the week against the spread. Last week was a great week for Derek and I, we both went four and one Tyler, you went two and three. So Derek, uh, you are 28, 24 and three on the season. The only one back with a winning record, Tyler, you are a close second at 25, 27, and 3. And I am way, way back uh, at 19, 32, and 3. 
Ben, I have the score. Making ground up. What's that? You're making ground up. I am. I am. I mean, I've, I've had like uh, two back-to-back good weeks, but I still have the score where all of those talking heads and all the pundits on college football where they post their against the spreads picks, and you always look at their that low score like. How the fuck is this guy even talking about college football? I'm in that category right now. So I'm not proud of it, but I'm owning it. All right. First game. uh, Number one, Georgia. uh, Minus 10 and a half at number 13, Tennessee. I don't know what. I don't know. Are are they still 13? I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't update Tennessee's uh, uh, ranking after the committee released their stuff. But whatever. 10 and a half point favorites, Georgia. Derek. Man, Georgia's just coming around. I, I'm, I'm, they had me scared at the beginning of the season, but here in the last few weeks, they've come around. I think they're a great team. I, Tennessee hasn't been the best all year. They're, they're not near as good as what they were last year. They haven't been a bad team, but they're not near as good as what they were last year. Uh, I think Georgia covers this. I, I, it's a lot of points, I think, but I think Georgia finds a way to do it. Uh, Tyler. I'm with you, Derek. I like Georgia to cover this. I think I picked against them last week. I I had to double-check that because I was pretty sure I picked Georgia. I made a last-minute change. Won't make that mistake again. Give me the Bulldogs. Yeah, I have a tendency to pick against Georgia when uh, we pick this game. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm taking Georgia as well, so that's all three of us. All right, uh, next game, number four, Washington at number 12, Oregon State. Interestingly, Oregon State is now two and a half point favorites. This game opened up with Washington at minus two. Derek. This blows me away. Absolutely baffles me. I cannot figure it out. I don't know what people are seeing that they're betting on Oregon State. Uh, I got to go Washington. It seems like the easiest bet of the week. I just cannot see it i know oregon state's not a bad team i know they're pretty good you may have lost Derek. <laughs> oh i'm here all right well, go ahead tyler i i i will go ahead i i got washington washington i i was i everything Derek was saying i was agreeing with uh prior uh but yeah i i think he washington i think should be favored i think they could win this game outright i'm, I'm going washington all righty. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm i assuming that Derek was going with Washington. Uh, I was. The way that he was talking there. So we'll give him Washington there. I like Washington also. I, I don't know what's causing this uh, game to shift like, like it is, but maybe it's because Washington has no uh, no defense whatsoever. Their defense is piss poor. Uh Derek just texts and he says, am I back? No, you are not. No, no, Derek, you're not. (laughs) So moving on to the next game. uh, Purdue minus two and a half at Northwestern. Tyler, it's just you and me here. So uh, take it. Yeah, this was a tough game for me. Uh, You know, Purdue obviously comes off a very good victory last Northwestern has been playing better ball. Um, I picked against Northwestern last week. It didn't work in my favor, but I, I, I'm still... Well, while I do think that they may have the coach of the year, 
I think Purdue is wrapping up the season with a little bit of momentum, so I'm going to go with Purdue. That, wow. I'm, so I can see that happening. Purdue, they're getting a little bit stronger. But Northwestern, Northwestern's victory against Wisconsin impressed the shit out of me. It really did. Uh, I'm just going to ride Northwestern at home, getting two and a half. So give me uh, Northwestern. Uh, sticking in the Big Ten, we have number two, Michigan, 19 and a half at Maryland. Tyler. I mean, guys, as much as I want to pick against Michigan right now, like the Michigan's just on a roll. Like Maryland, I know they beat us, but I still don't think they're that good. I think they got their bull. They've packed it in. They're ready for the offseason. They've done everything they need to do. Michigan's out to just embarrass everyone. Like yeah. the, the craziest stat was they they that whole second half they did not complete a forward pass. Yeah, and they won against Penn State on the road. Yeah, they're gonna crush Maryland. All right, so Derek is uh, texting his picks in here. He also has Northwestern in the last game. Uh, this game he is taking Michigan. And as well as I am, I mean, my God, this, there's not a lot of uh, disagreement here. I think uh, we're all riding each other here with uh, our picks. Uh, so this is the third game that we all agree. Uh, yeah, Michigan, they are, they are setting out to prove. I think all of this bullshit, or not, it's not bullshit, but all this talk about them cheating and stuff, they're just using that against them. If Deion Sanders was there... He'd be making it personal. It's personal. So he's, they're getting after it. Finally, Illinois at number 22, Iowa. Iowa is three and a half point favorites. Uh, Derek has Iowa in this game. Tyler? Three and a half is a lot of points for Iowa. Illinois right now, watch out. I mean, if they would have beat Wisconsin, the, the whole Big Ten's different. But I'm going to go Illinois. Not only that, because not only do I have Nebraska winning, I'm going to have Illinois win outright. Because next week, Iowa and Nebraska in Memorial Stadium for the Big Ten West Championship. Because <laughs> that's what happens. A, a, a pending a Minnesota loss against Ohio State. That's, the, that's what happens. If Illinois wins, it is going to be the Big Ten West on display next week in Lincoln. Wow. All right. I am rolling with Iowa in this game as well. Uh, so... Uh, we'll see what happens. I think I was just going to put it away. Hey, they were impressive last week, right? I mean, they closed strong. They closed strong. And, and we all thought Rutgers would give them a run for their money. Yeah, but, sure. But 400 yeah, yards close, close total strong. offense. Right. Wow. So, all right. It was a fun episode. Let's get out of here. Special thanks to our producer, Connor Russell, for putting this audio together for us. Be sure to follow the Husker Cuscast on Twitter, at Husker Cuscast. Like us on Facebook. Look for our episodes anywhere you get your podcast. Hit that subscribe button and don't forget to rate and review. On behalf of Derek and Tyler, we want to thank everybody for listening. As always, go Big Red. Mm-hmm.